You are now listening to a Real Media Network production. did the countdown and then I just didn't think to do ahoy hoy. <laughs> Three, two, ahoy hoy. And welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 133 of the film. I'm Mike Brace and I'm here with my wife Jenna. Hey. Hi. Hi. Uh, you know what it was actually too? I uh, was trying hard not to say three. Like, I was thinking... Three, one? Uh, yeah. I was trying hard not to say one. And then... Succeeded. Uh, yeah, but then I just didn't... Yeah, then I just didn't say ahoy hoy either. Uh, anyway, uh, Jenna. Yeah? How you doing? Not bad. Cool. How are you? Good. Finally getting some sunshine. I know, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if someone is listening to this on a rainy day. Could be. Oh, could be. Yeah. Uh, no one is listening. Well, I guess it could be a, a later May the 4th. Ah. Yeah, happy yeah, May ha- Happy yeah. May the 4th day May to the 4th. 4th be, be with, with you. you. Yeah. yeah. It is force in the movie. May the 4th ah, be with you. I've never seen Star Trek. Just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I haven't, but I know it's Star Wars. Do you? Now yeah. we're going to get hate mail. Yeah. Death threat. It's actually from Battle Battlestar Galactica. Oh really? No. Oh. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but the look on your face was priceless. Uh, yeah. So I was gonna say no one's listening to this on May the fourth, but they could be bi- listening on May the fourth next, next year, twenty twenty three. Yeah, because this is going up. I don't know. No, not not today. This episode's <laughs> not going up today. So not today, anyway. not tomorrow. Yeah. Couple It'll be weeks. up before next. In May. Um, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Mm. Either It's either the end of May or the start of next month. Which is June. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what happened during this minute, Jenna? Well, not Pretty a much whole everything we talked about lot. last minute. Yeah, so Jack, Rose, and Cal are finishing their conversation because, you know, Rose is hesitant to get in the lifeboat and both Jack and Cal are trying to persuade her to get on it and uh, to kind of ease her mind. Cal says that, you know, he has an arrangement and that there is another boat on the other side of the ship that is um, going to save him and Jack as well and she's kind of like okay iffy-ish anyway so they kind of push her onto the boat and um you know some of the workers kind of grab her and just plop her on as well Mm -hmm. you also hear in the background the man is still talking to his little girl uh and just saying you know be a good girl for daddy and you're my little sailor 
just some heartbreak and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, when Rose gets onto the lifeboat, she turns back and reaches out for Jack and they kind of grab hands for a second and then a worker kind of breaks them apart saying to clear the rails. So then Rose sits down and, um, you know, she's the last one to get on. So the guy orders for the boat to be lowered. Um, it kind of jerks a little bit the first time it starts down and everyone kind of screams a bit (laughs) anyways. And then Rose is just looking over at Jack and, uh, she's starting to be lowered it's starting to play My Heart Will Go On, like yeah, the instrumental. Yeah, the part, yeah. Is this the first time they play it mm, no, in I don't the think movie? So. No, no, okay. I think it happened another time. Mm. Um, Wasn't it when I mean, it's they the only song on the they play, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and But it was recorded as, as part of the soundtrack before it became the song. Like, it was just part of the score, and then, like, they took that and then, you know, got Celine Dion to record, you know, lyrics over mm-hmm. it. Like, it was just recorded, um, you know, to be part of the soundtrack to begin with. It wasn't... Mm-hmm. But you know, it's really, like, besides it's not, the live not, music, it's, like, the only yeah, music in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it all stems from there. Usually, you know... Yeah, like it all. Except kind of stem, when they see the whales, from... I know that's a different Dolphins? song. Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, because it's all part of the same soundtrack. Like it'll all sound similar, usually. Right. A soundtrack. Oh, you okay. know, it's not gonna go. From, yeah. A soundtrack's not gonna go from like. <laughs> you yeah, know, you never know. One thing to another. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, they could do that, I guess, but um... typically. I'm even just thinking, I don't know why, but the soundtrack of, like, Twilight is super weird, because, like, you'll have, like, piano, what's it called, ballads? Yeah. And then, it, there's, like, some music that you like. Yeah, there is. So, uh, yeah, there's, like, an OK Go song in the second Oh, but what's... Oh, in the the first movie, it ends with uh, 15 Steps by... Radiohead. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, now that's that's part of like that's not part of the score to the movie though. Like the oh. piano ballads, like that would be like the film composer, you know, making the score to the movie and like with you know pianos and perhaps like string orchestral orchestral. Uh, okay, pieces. so that's interesting then because. Hmm, maybe I'll save it. Okay. I just, um, you know, it's, this movie kind of ends, like, so is My Heart Will Go On a score, or just, because they start to play, like, her singing the song. Yeah, it, that's still, still part, well, yeah, that, that's still part of the soundtrack. So the soundtrack could be whatever uh, pieces of music were used in the score, or, or, sorry, so the score is uh, what the film, compo- like, the composer the mm-hmm. makes themselves mm-hmm. with, you know, an orchestra or whatever it may be. Um, that's called the score for the movie. And then any, you know, music selections that are, are put in, like, any of that, 
you know, mm-hmm. they, they throw in there are part of the soundtrack to the film as well okay. as the score, but they can be, it could just be, you know, music that yeah. existed beforehand or yeah like that that was a song created for this film but mm-hmm. like yeah okay when it when it when it's used and you, you hear her lyrics yes that is still part of the score okay yeah and so um she's being lowered and jack and cal are both looking down at rose and cal says you know you're a good liar and jack's like you too um, and then there's kind of like a moment of silence and then Jack's like, there's no arrangement is there. And Cal's like, oh no, there is. He's like, but I don't think you're going to benefit much from it. Oh, cause you're not going on the boat. Um, and then he looks over to Jack and he's like, I always win, you know, one way or another. And he's really smug and Jack is now just like sad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the minute. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of new info here. No, not really, huh? No. It was just kind of, um, yeah, a lot of the stuff that we kind of talked about. Um, real quick before I, I start talking about one thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, when So this is kind of clear, clearing something up that we talked about a few minutes ago about the foreign family. In uh-huh. the in the hallways, yeah. like being confused and trying Looking, to translate things. Trying to translate. Yeah, there's okay. a there's a fact about them on IMDb. Wow. I don't know why I didn't uh, look at that at the time. So, as Rose and Jack meander through the hallways of the sinking liner, they come across a family of Middle Eastern origin. The man is frank frantically looking up the Arabic equivalent of a sign in English on the wall. With him are two women, one of whom is yelling, Yala, Yala. It means, hurry, hurry. Mm. That's it, though. That's oh, all okay. that there is. It's not necessarily based on real people, but, hmm. yeah. So, that's yeah. what they were saying. Anyway. It's a nice little, um, I kind of like it, because it just kind of, that, I'm sh- sure there's a good chance it happened on the Titanic and it would happen like in real life all the time. Like, you know, whenever there is a, um, disaster, disaster, disaster runner in a foreign. Yeah. Like it's one thing. It's bad enough. If you are familiar with where you are and and what's going on, but to be a foreigner and like, I mean, if you're on a boat, there's only so many things that could be happening, but, like, just here. Well, there's no really, uh, no alarms are sounding, eh? No. That must have been something kind of invented later on, like, you Yeah, know, I mean, there would In be case word of mouth doesn't yeah. spread. Yeah, there would probably be, like, some bell systems places, but not in third class, it seems like. I don't know, like, a Yeah, but I feel like or... nowadays, oh, yeah. like... without a doubt. Yeah, um... So, yeah, it would just be, like, even more terrifying to not understand what's going on and not knowing how to get out. Because, like, I would imagine, uh, aside from Jack, most third-class passengers, uh, you know, don't explore the whole ship. And they might not know. Yeah, that's true. They enter in 
one door yeah. out the side of the eat. ship, and this, and this is where, where we go, go to eat, sleep. and we don't, you know, go where the rich people are. Like, yeah. they might... I mean, I know they I, had yeah, access totally. to a deck, yeah. but, you know, they don't know where they're going, basically. No, for sure. Yeah. Word. All right. So, <laughs> uh, this uh, article, I mentioned at one point reading... I don't know when, I forget, but I was going through a list of things, and it was really clickbaity, mm-hmm. and I clicked on this mm-hmm. one article because I was like, I want to see what the reasoning is behind this. So, uh, this is from Best Life, again. Okay. Uh, I don't think this is a good... No, it is like... not. No, yeah, the last time we read from this, it was just a bunch of... I think it said, like, uh, Jack's character's name was, like, something else. It was, like... Will or something. Yeah, it said, like, oh, Will signed his portraits 1914. First of all, it's Jack. And then second of all, you w- looked it up, and it's like, yeah. no, he signed it 1912. Yeah. Like, I don't know what. So, yeah, it was just That's none funny. of the facts were, like, checking out. So let's go back to the. Exactly. Let's uh, let's dip our toes back into that well for four reasons. Hey! Oh, my. Excuse me. I put up my finger, but you didn't see it. To signal, like, don't talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <clears throat> All right. So here are four reasons why Rose should have stayed with Cal oh. in Titanic. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> okay. I can't imagine. He's rich. Oh, yeah, okay. He's powerful. Yeah, wouldn't those kind of go together? Or you, the, you're counting those as two separate reasons? Okay. This would be fun, yeah. Like, you can uh, What are the reasons <laughs> to stay with Cal? Um, so rich slash powerful. I, okay, I would say that's let one. Let me start over if I'm taking this seriously. Yeah, take it I'm really gonna seriously. I'm going to say, like, you know, for her mother. Okay, like to keep her family, family satisfied. Satisfied. And money is one, obviously. Money, money slash power. Yeah. Okay. What's the third reason? Or just another reason. You have two more reasons. She has hmm. to... Hmm. Or should have stayed with them. Should have stayed. Um... Hmm. Can't think of any more. Can you think? Oh, you're scrolling through. Yeah. Are they like far fetched? Oh, really reaching? Yeah. Uh, oh, and you know what? Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Even the ones that you came oh, up with aren't not what good. they. Come, well, they're better than the reasons <laughs> they come up with. It doesn't even. Uh, okay. You want me to go through this? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Kate Winslet's character had no idea what she was doing, is the subtitle (laughs) or subheading. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Girl, I'm gonna Uh. let you finish. (laughs) But Rose and Jack are the best love story of all time. Uh. Yes, you're right. Buoyed by the incredible, sincere performances of Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, even James Cameron's stilted script manages to sound downright Shakespearean. Every time I watch the movie, which was just re-released in theaters on its 20th anniversary, I bawl my eyes out. Not when Jack dies, to be sure. Not when Jack dies, to be sure. But when he lies to Rose about having an arrangement with Cal, and Rose looks up as she's being lowered into the lifeboat and watches the fireworks break behind his sad, ill... No, I'll never see you again face. Um, 
and then she hurls herself out of the lifeboat whoa getting ahead of ourselves mm. and back into the sinking ship and they sprint towards each other and embrace by the grand staircase is that an emoji yep okay there Real professional a, article. Yep. And he's all, why did you do that, Rose? You're so stupid. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> he does uh, say that. I know. I know. Um, and they're crying and laughing, and you're crying and laughing, and this is when Cal totally loses it, because everyone realizes at once that these two people are really in love. Because I love Titanic as much as I do, I rewatch it every few years, and it's become a veritable litmus test for where I am in my love life. When mm -hmm. I saw it for the... What? <laughs> when I saw it for the first time in a movie theater at the tender age of nine, I was bored stiff. I covered my eyes during the sex scene, and my father hissed at me to open them up again because we paid good money for this movie. Oh my goodness! We pay to see this. You're watching every second of it. Don't you blink. I'm going to find some the uh, clockwork orange um, eye contraction thing to keep your eyes open. Uh, yeah, so when I saw it again at 21, that was a lot of years. Mm. She says she watches it every few years. Is that a, every few years for you? Between 9 to 21? When I saw it again at 21, having gone through my first harrowing breakup, I cried at every other scene, and by the end I was just wailing, Why must love die? With There's a lot of E's that can't die. That's why I did that. And it's italicized. Uh, when I watch it, when I watched it this week during the limited theater run for its 20th anniversary, now 29, and admittedly seasoned by a bit cynical seasoned and a bit cynical i found myself thinking she should have gone back to cal mm. because sex in a steamy car is all well and good but at the end of the day what you really need is a man who comes looking for you down in steerage after you've Ugh. stolen a priceless diamond and run off with your side piece yeah he went to go look for you because he sees you as his property, property yeah. and you have his other physical property which is the diamond here's my argument okay. and for more hollywood coverage <laughs> don't miss these eight best movies about Reddit, the british royal family <laughs> so number one cal's not really so bad wow <laughs> Okay. Our first big tip-off that Cal is a jerk is that he orders for Rose at a table. Does Rose even like ram? Lamb. With mint. I was, yeah, but I was looking at the next word, which is rare. Oh. So, does Rose even like lamb rare with a little bit of mint sauce? Did you bother to ask? No. And you have the gall to put out her cigarette, too? Not very feminist, Cal. Then he throws a little... Oh, <laughs> whittle baby temper tantrum uh, when she goes gallivanting in the below decks. Throwing a bunch of precious china around is a definite red flag, but he isn't violent with her. That's okay, violent with yeah. like if you're throw if you're yeah, like hurling things around someone, yeah. even if you're not hitting Verbally. that person, that is violent. Yeah. Um, and you put yourself in, uh, okay. I mean, on. in a couple scenes, he is going to slap her across mm -hmm. the face. Yeah. Uh, so 
he but he isn't violent with her and put yourself in his place you give your fiance a priceless diamond make a big speech about how much you love her and instead of spending time with you she runs off and starts macking it it to some other dude she just met you'd probably be a wee bit on edge as well there's uh then there's his biggest transgression the whole putting out a gun pulling out a gun and trying to shoot the two of them after realizing they are hardcore in love. Again, not his finest moment, but it's already a sticky situation, and it's made worse by the fact that you're on a sinking ship that doesn't have enough lifeboats, so we're all a little on edge, okay? I mean, really? Cal's biggest issue is that he can't let go of the fact that Rose simply doesn't love him. And who of us haven't been guilty of that in our youth? It's kind of tragic to watch him get all excited by giving her a diamond the size of a fist and all she does is stare back at him in the mirror like he's the world's ugliest rock. So she's saying because she was given a giant diamond, she should be more like grateful and loving towards Cal? Yeah. This is a horrible this is, person. Yeah, like, like obviously she's talking they about have how issues Cal, like, in their personal yeah, life. Yeah, and like she's talking about like feminism and stuff, and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. Anyway, um, there's three more facts. We'll, we'll save, save them. This yeah, because is... this is way juicier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so uh, I guess that should just about do us. Bye-bye. Stay tuned for the rest of those. See you in a minute. Um. Oh, you said it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>